Hello and welcome to the That's a Good Point podcast. Today is Wednesday, July 15th, 2020. If you're new here, be prepared to get educated and amazed. We it's a- still 2020. <laughs> Unfortunately. Can't get this thing to stop. We're going to use a wonderful mechanism or tool that we call a matrix to put some things in order, rank them so that you can have an answer of what's better, all the while making good points. We're also looking for feedback and ideas to improve, so let us know via Twitter. At that's a good point one. There's, point. No, there's no T at the end. At that's a good point one. Um, today we're going to rank some country music artists. Irv said last week these are our favorite country people who also happen to be towards the top end of the greatest country artists of all time. Uh, so when we started this it was very broad i want to narrow it down and i think that helps out you've said along our favorites that are also how did you phrase that irv some okay how did i say that there's been so much discussion (laughs) yeah i know so much discussion um i'm still not sure what i'm supposed to vote on but i favorites favorites of our great of the greatest ones are yeah our favorites of the greats kind of thing all right um so what country music do you like so if you asked who my favorites are right now, they're probably not on the all-time great list. You think about like Luke Combs is really popular right now, but probably hasn't been around long enough yeah, to... You're not going to get the bro country in yeah, this list today. No Thomas Rhett. I like Zach Brown Band. Uh, we looked at a list from 2017. Yep. From, maybe he would make the end of that now, but I bet 2017 was he's, Yeah, he's pretty solid. Irv's yeah. been really disappointed that uh, FGL was not included in yeah. this. Yeah, douche country is really popular right now. So, <laughs> FGL, Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, those guys. Yeah. But, and, yep, I gotta give it to them. They got some catchy songs. I really like douche country, actually. So, but what's the. On Parks and Rec, was it. Oh, uh, uh, Chip McCapp? Or, yeah, Bo Burnham or whatever played Chip yeah, McCapp. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, basically just includes something about the military and about your mom. Beautiful, like my mom. Yeah. Support the troops. Support the troops. Yeah. Like, it's so called patriotic. And, pump yeah. out a country song. So, yeah, yeah you, that, that's what that's what douche country is. So, we decided to go a little more old school. Yeah, yeah. So, our process, we started with uh, Rolling Stone Magazine's 100 Greatest Country Artists. Like I said, that list was in 2017. So, there might be some people that would sneak on that weren't on at that time. Um, and we went through and just kind of picked some of our favorites. Is that how we did that? I would say so. You know who I, I was thinking, like, who wasn't on that list that might be now? I was a little surprised. Kenny Chesney wasn't on that list, right? He was mm-hmm. not. And I'd consider him to be pretty popular. Very popular. Maybe he's been most, around for a while. Even. He's I mean, been probably the most popular that wasn't on that list, I would think. I mean, like I said, it was 2017. I think now you can maybe put Zach Brown Band on there. I mean, yep. they've been around, and they're pretty yeah. popular, have some really good songs. But... So that's where we started. When we had a list of over 35 artists, right? Yep, and that's, 35 is what we started with. That's too many. So we actually put them into three different tiers. Is that what we did? Like one star, two star, three star, according to the list. Now, they're all one star artists because they're in the 100 greatest of all time. They're all good. But we had to divvy <laughs> them up somehow, right? Yes. So we kind of put them into three different tiers personally. From that, a few made the top tier for all three of us. And then a few of them that didn't were in top tiers for two of us, but maybe in the second tier for the rest of us. And we were able to somehow whittle that list down to 18 artists. Um, some, like you said, Kenny Chesney, not in those 18 artists. Both Hank Williams Jr. and Sr., not in there, even though Hank Williams Sr., one of the most influential country artists of all time. 
didn't make our top 18. And, and that was one of our big discussions was, is this influence on country music or is this we just like to listen to them? Right. And we kind of went on the, I'm going to listen to them. It's not yeah. so much the country I, music influence. I think we started with the big influence and then from there went with, hey, who are we going to play if we're sitting around with some bros just hanging out? Yep. What are we going to play in the background? No. And yep. nobody's denying that Hank Williams is one of the most influential of all time. Nobody's taken that away from him. But it's like you said, you know, are you likely to put on a Hank Williams CD and listen to that in the back when you're hanging out? With some friends, maybe not as much as some of these other guys that are on this list. That's right. And that's also not to say that some of these guys on the list and ladies are not influential. Right. Correct. Yeah, so then we, we got it down to 18. What we were able to do then is kind of seed them based on our tiers, and we separated them roughly by era uh, and into three lists. So roughly by the seed and era, we put them into three lists, and we went through our matrix with the three different lists. And just took the top two from each list to get down to our our final six that we're going to rank today. So, first of all, we thought it would be worth going through the 12 that made our final 18, but didn't make the final six. So, Irv, you wanted to start with who Rolling Stone said was actually the most influential country artist of all time and didn't make our top six, but narrowly got beat out by a couple. Yeah, Merle Haggard uh, is not going to be in our top six, and I, on a personal level, I'm disappointed. Um, but at the same time, like, this is, a, you know, not a perfect system. It's also our, our group effort. It's a collective thing. So uh, Merle Haggard, yeah, I think he's very influential. I love listening to Merle Haggard CD. Uh, I actually just bought one at Walmart the other day. Um, it was like five bucks. I'm like 15 songs of Merle Haggard. I'm like, yeah, I can't pass this up. So uh, Merle Haggard. Next, uh from this grouping here was Randy Travis, who um, someone I hadn't listened to a lot, but enough to know a little bit. You guys listen to Randy Travis yeah. some? Three, yeah. Wo- yeah. Three, three Wooden Crosses, one of my That's favorite songs. That's a good songs. song, Forever and Every Amen. He's got, um, he's deeper Than the Holler. Yeah, yeah that, that Deeper Than the Holler is the one I knew the most. of the. Yeah. And I, you know, on all these, went through and listened to a lot of them, even if they didn't make our final six, just to kind of educate myself some more. Um, Shania Twain, I... Uh, I mean, let's be real. She's a good-looking gal. Um, <laughs> I mean, and the she, music videos were good. Yeah, she. Yeah, um, but I can remember as a kid listening to a lot of Shania. Um, you know, I can remember. Uh, you know, she's got some catchy tunes, and and you know, so yeah, for sure. And then John Denver, Dion. I feel like you're most qualified to talk about John Denver a little bit. Sure, I I love John Denver. I know you guys weren't huge fans of him, but "Take Me Home, Country Roads" probably one of the more popular country songs of all times is his. Uh, Thank God I'm a Country Boy, Rocky Mountain High, um, Annie's Song, Sunshine on My Shoulder. He's more of a, I don't know, kind of a crooner, slow song. He was kind of pop country, I think, back in the 80s. Well, and I'll say this. I mean, he was like, yeah, towards the bottom end of the list for me, but I mean, we're still talking about 18 people that I would happily listen to. And, you know what I mean? It's not Mm -hmm. like I'm dogging on the guy, just, you know, compared to some of these others on the list. And he just, a lot of these, at least somewhere, have a song that you like to sing along, maybe jam out to. You're not going to jam out to John Denver. He's, no. he's more of a mellow kind yep. of singer. But. So some of the others that made the top uh, 18 but didn't hit the final six, Dwight Yoakam. That's who one of my favorites. I know, Dion, you like him. I saw yeah. him in concert once. Yeah, I love Dwight Yoakam. for Eric Church. He was very good. He uh, he's a, done a little acting on the side, too. And he has some great covers. He did uh, Queen's... Uh, crazy little thing called love. He did Suspicious Minds, which is a yeah. Elvis song. Elvis. 
He collaborated with somebody else on here, which I'll just give it away, with Buck Owens and did Streets of Bakersfield. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were kind of the, the Bakersfield sound there. Yeah. Uh, George Jones, which I know is one of one Earth Fair old possum. Possum. Yeah, some saw his picture at the High Life Lounge the other day. I'd take a picture of that. You know how so. he got that name? Uh, it's his facial features. Yeah, yeah. Was they, it like people from a radio station or something? Yeah. And so first, the beady eyes yep. and the turned up nose looked like a possum. Yep. If you've been paying attention, you knew that Dwight Yoakam and George Jones did not make our list because they were with another one in a poll that we sent out to you, and about 50 people voted. Yeah, That's we good. had a pretty good turnout Pretty for good that. turnout, so then we, and the winner made the list, and these two are the ones that did not. So they're kind of honorary 7th and 8th on our list. I'll say this for George Jones. I like possum as a nickname compared to his other nickname, No Show Jones, which was when he had had some issues throughout his life where he just wouldn't make it to shows. There's a really good segment of the PBS special country music that's devoted entirely to George Jones. Great great episodes. That's that's probably one of my favorite documentaries, actually. Sure. Um, Dolly Parton, also one that did not make the the final cut. Um, You know, she's... Well known for nine to five and Jolene and the coat of many colors and what was the uh, what was the duet she sang with Kenny Rogers? Islands, Islands in, the in the stream. And she originally sang that Whitney Houston song from the Bodyguard. That she, became a pretty famous. Yeah. I will always love you. Yeah. She and Shania are the only two women on here, so they're kind of underrepresented. But I think that maybe is what happens when you get three dudes together picking out music. So yeah. Sorry, ladies. Sure. Um, Tim McGraw did make the final eighteen. But didn't make the final cut. I, he was one that I know I thought has a lot of good songs, but not many great songs. So you're yeah. our most like modernly recent guy. Probably. I would he kind of started the latest of the ones that made it. He yeah. And, he and um, Brooks and Dunn. He and Brooks and Dunn both started in the '90s. Yep. Uh, Brooks and Dunn made our list of 18, but didn't make it to the final six. Uh, Willie Nelson. That was a tough Oof. cut. I know Marty's going to be disappointed by that one. Yeah, he, he would, and he would almost made it out of this region, but he had some tough competition to, to get out of there. This was probably our toughest. I would say of the our toughest group of six. Yeah, and he and he didn't make it out of there. Uh, there's no knocks on Willie Nelson. He's in the top eighteen, but Willie probably is more famous for a lot of his duets yep. or collaborations. Mm-hmm. He was one of the highwaymen um, with a couple guys that are on our final six. Yep. Um, he did. He collaborated with Merle Haggard, right? Poncho and Lefty. Lefty. Poncho and Lefty. Yep. Uh, Ray Charles, Seven Spanish Angels. Uh, yeah, and when he did the always, uh, Georgia on My Mind. Always on My Mind. Yeah, the, he did Always on My Mind. And, and he did Georgia on, on My Mind. mind. That's right. Is, that's, isn't that a Ray Charles That's song? originally a Ray Charles. That he, that yes, he did sir. that one, yeah. Uh, also not making it, Buck Owens. I mentioned him earlier, Bakersfield Sound. He's probably... If you're my age or a little older, you probably remember Hee Haw. He was one, one of the, the Hee Haw One of the Hee Haw guys. He was, he was great. The Buckaroos. He had, he had the red, white, and blue guitar yeah. that he played. His band back in the day was the, the Buckaroos, and like you mentioned, the Bakersfield sound. And then the last one that didn't make it, uh, Don Williams, uh, soft voice, good songs, just kind of mellow. He's kind of a mellow one, too, but Don Williams is one of my favorites that didn't make it, so... So those are all the ones that you could argue should be in the final six. But didn't but quite didn't. make it. So, on our list today, in no particular order, uh, and we're going to give them numbers. These numbers don't mean anything other than to, for me to keep track of who wins when we go around and vote. Number one is Alan Jackson. He was the winner of the poll that knocked out George Jones and Dwight Yoakam. So Alan Jackson's going to be in the action today. Two is, action Jackson. Two like is that. George Strait. The king. Next 
three, Waylon Jennings. Number four, Johnny Cash. Uh, Johnny Cash was the highest on the Rolling Stone magazine list that we looked on of the of the six we have in our final. Number five, Alabama. And number six, uh, Garth Brooks, probably responsible for bringing country mainstream. I remember him being popular. He had to start in the late 80s, early 90s. 85. Okay, so he's been around longer than I thought. 85, to, yeah. He took that break when uh, Chris Gaines took over. Yep, he was him. Chris Gaines for a little <laughs> bit. So. What, what was it someone said about Garth Brooks the other day? You going to throw in that little tip at some I'll, point? Why don't you go ahead? Uh, we heard that he is the Michael Jordan of country music. Um, he, he was just so popular. Michael Jordan kind of was at, right after, you know, country music was kind of popular. Yeah. With, and just like the NBA was popular with Magic and, and uh, Larry. Larry. And then, and then took Jordan it to the took level. it to, new, took high, to new heights, and that's it was suggested that Garth Brooks took it to new heights. It, I, I'm not going to argue against that. No, I, I'm not. When you hear the justification, yeah. right. if I mean, someone said Garth Brooks is the Michael Jordan, you're like, well, oh, yeah, 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 wait a like, second. But you got to put it in perspective. Then you, then you use that explanation, and you can see that. Because country, can, country was not real mainstream, but you kind of you hit the 90s, and it kind of started being I, like I that. that. And, and Garth Brooks was kind of one of the reasons, so... Without further ado, it's, it's time. As you can tell, this one might be just a touch longer than the previous episodes, but hopefully, well worth your while. Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to take us long to rank these. So, oh, Alan Jackson versus George Strait. I go first, and I will take George Strait. Alan Jackson and George Strait is where we're starting. Um, so I made a. <coughs> I sat around for a couple hours the other afternoon listening to country music. I went and figured out what are the 20 songs I like best of each of these artists. 20? 20 each. Oh, wow. And gave each song a rating of 0 through 3. 0, I either don't care for the song or don't know it. Gotcha. 1, not bad. It's a good tune. 2, if it, I if I hear it on the radio, I'll probably stop and listen to it. And 3, if I hear it on the radio, I'm stopping, listening, and I'm probably singing along and knowing all the words. I like that. So that was how I went about this. And, I only uh, went 5 or 6 deep, but similar. 20. Similar. Nice. 20. You've done way more research than I have. Yeah, <laughs> tells you something about the uh, excitement of my life. Um, so between Alan Jackson and George Strait, it, it was fairly tight, but George Strait gets the nod. Yep, George Strait. Yeah. Next up, we have uh, Alan Jackson versus Waylon Jennings. John, you're up first. Yeah, uh, this one, um, Waylon and Alan Jackson both had similar numbers of what I considered their three-star songs. Sure. Um, just to give a taste, good-hearted woman, mamas, don't let your babies grow up to cowboys, Luke and Bach, Texas. Collaboration, right, with Willie. And yep. the Dukes of Hazard theme song is right. one of my all-time favorites. All-time Those were favorite, my uh, Waylon three-star songs. I gave some three stars to Alan Jackson, too. I really like Tall, Tall Trees. I don't know why. I have it's that on my list. Not a great song for I some people, but I side, like it. Side note on that, George Jones helped him write that song. No kidding. Yep. Didn't know that. Um, it's five o'clock somewhere. Chattahoochee going I'd, country. Who's cheating? Who's on my list? Um, I think they got. I didn't even make my top twenty. Oh my goodness! But wow. To tie it up, you must be a really um, big Alan Jackson fan to get to twenty and not. I am a bigger Alan Jackson fan than a Waylon Jennings fan. Alan Jackson for me. Interesting. Um, so for me, I'm going to go with Waylon Jennings. Uh, just to throw out some couple things that I found out about Waylon Jennings. Um, for later on here too is uh, one thing I thought was interesting. There was an album made after he was already 
after he'd already passed, and it was an album that his son Shooter Jennings did, and went back and get, did the uh, instrumental stuff with it, and so I went and listened to a lot of those songs that are on there, and there's some pretty cool ones, but as far as, like, you know, Waylon Jennings, um, good ones, uh, yeah, Waylon Jennings is going to be high up on my list today, um, I really dig Waylon Jennings, an underrated song that he did, I like Clyde is the name of one of his yeah. songs, and at one of my roommates in college, that was his favorite Waylon Jennings song, so we'd always jam out to that one. Absolutely. Uh, John, you mentioned this. He, he not just only did the theme song to the Dukes of Hazard, but he was the narrator. Yes, he was. The Dukes of Hazard, and you can remember. Good, you're going to commercial. Don't y'all wish your car could do that? As they're yeah, jumping off the end. And so, yeah, if you're my age or a little older, uh, you probably at some point in your life played with a little orange car with an O1 on the side. Darn right. Waylon Jennings just has a special place in, you know, in, in the pulse of the I had the Dukes of Hazard sheets and pillowcase oh, yeah. for my bed. Absolutely. I had the, I had the lunchbox, I think. So. Oh, me I, too. I think I have a couple Plastic seasons of that films. on DVD somewhere. Yeah, and, uh, and and like I said, I could not, I don't think I could get to 20 Alan Jackson songs. And I like Alan Jackson. He's in their top six. Don't get mad at me. But I got to go with Waylon Jennings here, and that's going to give him the, the victory. I couldn't. This is going to sound, this is going to be very anti what you guys are saying. I could only come up with 10 Waylon Jennings songs I knew. Yeah. So what you need to do is listen to more Waylon Jennings. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is. However, maybe, maybe, maybe there, is, there might be some foreshadowing here. If we do like best TV theme song down the road, Absolutely. I would say Waylon Jennings is going to be in the top of the line there. Next up, we're going to have uh, Alan Jackson and Johnny Cash. Uh Johnny Cash. Yes. Pretty, pretty easy one for me. Not a competition. Johnny Cash is going to win this for me. Johnny Cash, the yeah, sweep. Save some sweep. Cash tidbits for later. Yep. All right, next up we're going to have Alan Jackson versus Alabama. Allah and Allah. Allah, J- Alan Jackson, Alabama. I'm going to have to go. I know you You went 20 songs deep. I, I did. I couldn't do that for Alan Jackson. I can do that for Alabama. And, and once again, it might be my age. I remember my brother had all of their records. Yes, they were records. Uh, we listen to Alabama a lot, and so there's a lot of Alabama songs that are probably deeper tracks for a lot of people that I really appreciate, and so I have to go with Alabama on this one. This one was probably one of my closer matchups because I really like a lot of both of their songs, but I think when it comes down to it, I just feel like Alabama's great songs are greater than Alan Jackson's, and they're still they to me they both had about the same depth. But the greater were great, great. The great were greater. The That's great what I was greater. trying to say. Excellent. So Alabama. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna agree, Alabama for sure. Uh, I think you know when I was younger, I probably would have said Alan Jackson. But I think as I've gotten to be older, and especially you know, just seems like recent history, Alabama's definitely come to the forefront for me on that one. Excellent. So Alabama takes the victory. Our last matchup for Alan Jackson is last chance for a win. He needs to take on Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Sorry, Alan. You voted, You're got voted out. into the top six and then got shut out. He, so joins, he joins the likes of Lucky Charms and White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> yes, he does. So, Alan Jackson can't jump. Let me ask something real quick. Let me ask something real quick. Could either of the other two in any of the the poll, would they have taken a win for you? It just I want to figure out if Alan Jackson, per the voters, was the right vote for sixth place. The, yeah, but, could George Jones or Yoakam for one of us beat one of those others? Beat George Strait or beat Waylon or Johnny? I, I said this earlier. Dwight Yoakam is one of my favorites. I don't know if I could vote for him in any of those top five, but I could probably find a way. 
Um, and that pro- I'd probably say the same for George Jones. I don't know that I would have voted for George Jones over any of the other five. But for me personally, both of those would have been closer. Now, I know, John, you voted for Alan Jackson. Yeah, for, these, for so. me, um, they would have met the same fate that sure. Alan Jackson did. Hey, for me, George Jones could have beat one, maybe two people on the. So. Sure. All right, next up, we're going to move on. George Strait is going to take on Waylon Jennings. Ooh. This one is one of my tougher matchups. Um, again, we're not talking, you know, influ- we're, we're mixing everything. Influential, favorites, blah, blah, blah. You know, I've definitely listened to George Strait, you know. I'd listen to a whole George Strait CD, make a mix CD, whatever, mix list on an iPod or whatever, George Strait. Um, but I just think for me, Waylon Jennings has got to take this one. I just, I don't know. He's... It's hard to find, like, maybe the number of songs isn't better, but the songs I like by Waylon, I think I like more than the songs by George. Yeah, like you said, and this is where that whole loosey-goosey, I don't really know what I'm voting on here, comes into play. <laughs> uh, Waylon Jennings, way more influential, but I can come up with a much deeper playlist of George Strait songs. Amory All By Morning, I love The Chair, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a good one. one. Um, Oceanfront Property, All My Exes Live in Texas, I remember in... He came along kind of late 80s probably is when he really kind of started getting popular. Yep. And so yep. I feel like that hits my wheelhouse. And I'm sorry, Waylon, but I'm going to have to go with George Strait on this one. So one thing is I started looking at these songs by George Strait, the the staying power that he had was ridiculous. Like I, I, the earliest song that I listed in my top 20 was Amarillo by Morning, which was I think 1983. Mm-hmm. Um and it went all the way to Troubadour, which I like really like too. Great, song. and that's 2008. That's 25 year run of having hit after hit after hit. Well, um, he just released an album this year, the Honky Tonk. What was it? Called? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Honky Tonk Time Machine. And yep. there are some good songs on there. Did you guys check out his like final live concert? That that whole album with that's like a two disker, I think. But he did it down. I want to say it was down at Cowboy Stadium or down at AT&T or whatever. Uh, in Dallas there, and it was, he did some uh, collaboration stuff, but anyway, it was really good. And, and I've seen George Strait in concert, too. Have you? I'm, I'm going George Strait. George Strait will take the victory. That was definitely a tough one, but next up, we're going to take, George Strait is going to take on Johnny Cash, and I will say, I can probably go, like I said, deeper on a George Strait playlist than I can on a Johnny Cash playlist, but in this case, just the overall influence and the their best songs being their best songs, I'm actually going to take Johnny Cash. This one was really, really tough for me. When I, uh, in, in all of my songs, I had, Uncle George had 10 three-star songs for me. Yeah. So half of them. Maybe I was getting tired of doing this by the time I got to Johnny <laughs> Cash. I had Johnny Cash, I had nine of them. Nine three-star songs. Sure. Um, Sunday Morning Coming Down, great song. I know Irv, we talked about yep. that not too long ago. Obviously, Folsom Prison and Ring of Fire, I Walked the Line, Daddy Sang Bass. We just listened to a couple CDs on the way back from Waverly a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Jackson, great duet. Hurt, that was shortly before he died. I, I had Hurt, I, that is a two-star for okay. me. Uh, One Piece like at a Time, I really like. Um, and then I've, we've talked about George Strait a little bit. And this one, I think, when I calculated things out, they ended up getting the exact same score. So I'm going to use my tiebreaker as historically who's had more pull, and I think that's probably still Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. 
Johnny Cash will take the win here. Next up, we're going to go George Strait and Alabama. That's going to be George Strait. Uh, yeah, George Strait for me as well. Um, love them both, but got to go George Strait. This is, I know who I was voting for before I got here, and I was waiting for somebody to convince me this one. I had no idea which way to go. I could go Ooh, either way, Alabama or George Strait. And so, we took the easy way out and just said who So we you wanted. guys already picked George Strait, so he will win, and I'm going to pick Alabama to be a contrarian because that's how I am. Sure. Next up, we're going to have George Strait and Garth Brooks. Um, I, I, I like both these guys a lot, um, but for me, i got to go King George over... Over Garth. I'm going to put the pressure on John and pick Garth Brooks. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Was that another one of your toss-ups? You could have gone either way on that one? It, it is a toss I was leaning towards George Strait, but I'm going to... Garth Brooks, we talk about you, if you go 20 songs deep and rate them, like John did, I I need to do this. But I, my gut feeling There's is... There's a lot of good ones. Garth there. Brooks might beat George Strait here. And so, because of that gut feeling, I'm just going to put the pressure on John. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's hard. Like, if I think, okay, I'm taking the, my three favorites and they're going head-to-head, well, Garth would be friends in low places, Colin Baton Rouge, and eh, then it would get a little tougher to pick that next one. Maybe something like Papa Love Mama or Rodeo. I love Papa Love Mama. That's, <laughs> that's a great song. <laughs> a great song. Um, Ain't going down to the sun comes yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's in there. So but then George, Amarillo by Morning, all my exes live in Texas. And again, it gets tough. But probably like I can still make Oceanfront Cheyenne. Property or Love Without Any. Easy come, easy go. Yeah. Um, Run. Those are two tough ones. I'm going George Strait, though. George Strait will take the victory. So I kind of thought you would vote for him. So, All right. Next up, we're going to move on. Waylon Jennings is going to take on Johnny Cash. So these are kind of our old guard. These guys were in a band sure. together. The Highwaymen. The Highwaymen. Um, they were roommates. And I'm I'm going to, I'm going to take Johnny just because I think out he, of there, I'm sure. he had the bigger influence. So I'm going to take Johnny Cash. Uh, I'm a much bigger Johnny Cash fan than Waylon. Yeah, when when they were roommates, they'd hide drugs from each other. So. <laughs> They, they would. I mean, it was... cool. Hey, guys, want to be roommates? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's my top pair. Ooh. So, um, but I got to go, go cash. Just yeah. mix everything. The number of songs, the influence that... I mean, Live at Folsom Prison is one of the best albums of all time, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Johnny Cash. We got a ways to go, but I think I might know who's winning here. So it's looking like yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Next up, we're gonna have Waylon Jennings versus Alabama. Um, for me, you guys probably know where I'm going with this one. We do the the depth of the songs. Although Alabama did have some zero star songs, I just I couldn't come up with twenty for them either. Oh really? But I came oh, up. I could. I certainly could. I came up with seventeen okay. that I felt comfortable with, and some are I really like. Um, Alabama's getting the nod though because Waylon and I had a lot more that I didn't couldn't come up with. Sure, uh, you know I just said a little bit ago uh, how highly I have Waylon ranked. Um, I love Alabama, but Waylon Jennings. Tie breaking time. Tie breaking time, and I'm gonna go with make John. a good point for us. I'm gonna make a good point here. Uh, for me, Alabama has the deeper playlist. Uh, Waylon Jennings. For once sure. again, if we're voting on overall influence. Uh, and I, 
I vote for him sometimes, like I said, because of the whole Dukes of Hazard thing. One of my favorite shows. It reminds me of being nine years old. You know, jumping that orange car off the couch and the kitchen table and all that Did stuff. Did you have the matchbox or like I had a bigger plastic one too? I well, I, mine was metal. I had a die cast one that was probably mm-hmm. like a one sixty four bigger, and then I had or one sixty four smaller, and then I had the one sixteenths bigger one. The one came in a set with uh, Uncle Jesse's truck, and then Boss Hogg's little car, and then Roscoe's. I had this uh, plastic one, and it the the Confederate flag flipped open and then you could put the little action figures oh, in the seats. nice <laughs> nice yeah i never had the action figures that yeah. uh, so you know that whole pulling on the heartstrings thing alabama was popular at that same time and like i said my brother had all the records and so we would listen to alabama i can picture my dad singing along to alabama songs my dad is a great singer alabama one of the best harmonizing groups i would around. put them Right in popular, the yeah, the Eagles. I would put Eagles number one. I'd say Alabama might be the second best so, harmonizing band of all time. I'm gonna break this tie by picking Alabama, which, I, like, once again, if if you're if you tell me who's more influential, I'm going Waylon Jennings. But sure. if you say who am I gonna listen to, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Alabama here and break this tie. So next up, we're gonna have Waylon Waylon Jennings against Garth Brooks. All right. So for me, I love Garth Brooks, but I think. And this is going to sound like I'm dogging on him a little bit when I say this next comment, but with Waylon Jennings, I just feel like I believe him a little more when I listen to him sing a country song. And so I, you know, to make, if I were to argue with somebody, if I wanted to dig, you know, dig my heels and say, listen, this is why Waylon's way better. I just, I would say that. Like, I just, I feel like I believe him, you know, a little bit more. Not that Garth, like I said, is bad and Everything I've heard, he's just a heck of an entertainer. I'll put on a three-hour show and it's, it's play with his band, and then he'll go out and do an acoustic set and all that stuff. And he's the ultimate entertainer. The Michael Jordan brings it, you know, country music back up. But I like Waylon Jennings, and I'm probably outnumbered on that, but that's fine. So this is my other one that I was waiting to be convinced one Ooh. way or one way or another, and I think I know how John's going to vote. So I'm going to pass to John and, and go last, offer to go last on this one. Awesome. Yeah, I, so I, he's giving me an opportunity to make my case. Yes. I like it. Because um, I would take Garth Brooks here. Um, now, this isn't going to be a great case because for me it's more about what I've listened to in my life and what I sure. like. I mean, Waylon's got some great songs. I mentioned a few earlier. I When I listen to country, I like a little more of the upbeat, hard-driving country songs Johnny Cash is a little bit of an exception there. Sure. Um, I can see why you guys didn't like John Denver then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, it's just the the amount of great stuff that Garth has, and you throw onto it. Um, I've had the opportunity to see Garth in concert, and it is a fantastic, entertaining show. Um, I've never seen Waylon Jennings in concert. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, I think my time has passed there. Um, but I think Garth probably puts on one of the best concerts, regardless of music genre, in the world. I have heard that fairly often about Garth Brooks. I have not personally been to a Garth Brooks concert. I do feel like this is our last chance to talk about Waylon. Are you sure Hank done it this way? We mm. haven't mentioned that song yet. That's, that's a good one. One of my favorite country songs of all time. It's a, it's a, it's a great song. Um He's got the whole, like I said, pulling the heartstrings. I remember him, the the narrator of Dukes of Hazard. Garth Brooks probably has a deeper playlist for me. But I'm going to go with, with Irv, you made a good point. Uh, there was, You're the ag teacher. There was an old ag teacher that would 
kind of whine and rag on Garth Brooks and say, he ain't a real cowboy. And so I, I do think he's a little, you know, we talked about douche country a little earlier, and I'm not going to call Garth Brooks douche country because he's got some great songs, but I, I do feel like I believe Waylon a little more on this one. And so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Waylon Jennings. So believable was a good point. Nice. Like I said, I could have gone either way on this one and was probably leaning towards Garth Brooks, but you made a good point, and so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Waylon Jennings in this one and give him the victory. Uh, Next up, we're gonna do Johnny Cash versus Alabama, and I'm going first with Johnny Cash. I too will take Johnny Cash. Yep, Johnny Cash. Sorry, Bama. Next up, we have Johnny Cash versus Garth Brooks. Um, it's got to be Johnny Cash. Yeah, I'm also going to go Johnny Cash. I'm also going to go Johnny Cash. I feel like we haven't really talked about Johnny Cash that much, so maybe... Um. Yeah, I mean, just just talking about it a little bit. I mean, his story is something that... I, I think every one of these guys got good stories, you know what I mean? Like, But I think Johnny Cash is being put in a movie... Walk the Line was a good yeah, movie. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie. I liked that a lot. Um, I This might rub some people the wrong way, but there's a couple versions of his songs that I actually liked uh, the Joaquin Phoenix version, hmm. maybe a little more than the original Johnny Cash one. So, I mean, and I know him and June picked out Joaquin and uh, Reese Witherspoon yep. to kind of do that. Movie. So, that's using something a little different there, but just, you know, adding a little something there, I guess. Uh, but you think about, too, like how impactful Johnny Cash was as a singer himself, but the fact that he married June, who was from, like, the first family of country music. They were number four on that Rolling Stones list, right? Yeah, the they, they are family. considered, they really talk, I talked a little about that PBS special earlier, and they get into a lot of detail about um, the Carter family and the roots of country music and um, how that all started. And it was real. It was there was a lot of stuff there I didn't know that was super interesting. But the fact that Johnny Cash was already an important singer, married June Carter, and then Johnny's daughter Roseanne had a, had a great had maybe still does have a great. Uh, I think she was on career. that Rolling Stone list, wasn't she? Yeah, not so. not uh, a child of June and Johnny, but it was his uh, first wife. Yep. I can't remember her name, but. Um, the Cash family's pretty, and Carter Carter and Cash families together are very, sure. very important. All right, our last matchup of the night is going to be Alabama versus Garth. Um, this one's another tough one for me. I, I want to throw in a little plug for Garth. Like I will say like one of my favorites of his is uh, Much Too Young to Be This Damn Old. Yeah, good song. Um. And I like it because he references one of my personal favorites. He references Chris Ledoux, and he's like best buds with Chris Ledoux. I think Garth Brooks is probably an amazing human being. Um, but as far as country artists and listening to the songs, I, I got to go Alabama. Can we do unpopular opinion time? Ooh, sure. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the dance. Yeah, that's not one of my favorites. Okay. No. When I, when I look at. Lists it's of good. Garth Brooks' best songs. It, it's always up there, two or three. And like you said, I, I went through. Garth Brooks and Alabama are the two that I could. Well, actually, George Strait. Those three I could go the deepest on. When I was, as I was picking out, I like the song. I like the song. Sure. I like the song. And so that's what Alabama and Garth Brooks have in have in common. Um, but I'm just gonna go timing for me. Alabama was much more popular at a time when I was listening to a lot more country music. 
Uh, Garth Brooks probably has a few more hits. Um, two of a kind, working on a full house. Yeah. One, one of my favorites. I was just gonna bring that one up. That, that's one that made my list, but I'm going to pick Alabama here. I was going to go Garth, and I still will. All right. Uh, two Pina Coladas, one of the more recent Garth oh, yeah. hits. Good song. I have. I always seem to come up with a side question as we talk, and I do have another one while Dion's tabulating sure. results. Best country concert you've been to, Irv? Best country concert. Let's, let's do a quick little run around the horn here. Well, what all have I been to? <laughs> I haven't been to like as many as you'd think. Um, okay, so a few years ago, I went to see Lauren Elena was the opening act, Luke Combs was the middle act, and Jason Ooh. Aldean was the the closer or whatever you call it, the main attraction. Uh, but to me, Luke Combs was the best on stage. That that he sounds as close to he does on the radio. Sure. I mean, not exactly. I Jason Aldean has some great songs, but like he did, he didn't sound good. Like live, I just don't think he sounds that great. Like Luke Combs, you talk about like the faster paced country stuff. Like he has some sappy ones, but like he does some other ones that he'll do covers. Like and he gets his whole band involved. Yeah. Uh, as far as concerts go, Luke Combs was my number one. Sure. Yeah, about country concerts, I've actually been to see Kenny Chesney three times, and every time, all three times, I liked his opening acts. Uh, better, I've had that same experience. Better than, better than him. And so time, you talk I, about somebody. Um, now, when you talk about concerts, I'm going to. We, we kind of called him a douche earlier, but I went to a Luke Bryan concert, and he put on a great show. And you talk about opening acts, Little Big Town played before him. And we talk about harmonizing groups. Yeah, they, they were They're fantastic, good. and it was that, that was just a great concert. Is that y'all went to down to St. Charles? Is that one or, or I no? didn't go. Um, where, where was that? This one was at? at the Unidome. You went in Cedar Falls. We went oh, to Cedar that's Falls right. at the Unidome, and it was it was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, we've gone to Big Country Bash a couple times, and so I mean that overall experience seeing all those different ones. But if you talk about like just you know one day, one time, one concert, that's maybe probably one of my my, favorites. my best one was. Uh, Right at the end of college, me and my two buddies, Clint and Darren, shout out, um, we came out to Ames, to Jack Trey Stadium, and went to the George Strait Country Music Festival. And in one day, we saw Jody Messina, a young Kenny Chesney, who had just come out with maybe his second or third album, Tim McGraw, <laughs> the Dixie Chicks, or the Chicks as they're called now, um, and George Strait. All at the same concert. Yeah, it's a pretty solid lineup. <laughs> not not too shabby yeah. at all. <laughs> so what what the results turn out, Dion? All right, the results turned out like this. In sixth place, winless was Alan Jackson. Uh, we had a tie, but then the tiebreaker beating head to head. So fifth place ended up being Garth Brooks. Fourth place, Waylon Jennings. Third place, we had Alabama. Second place, we put George Strait, and our winner pretty handily was Johnny Cash. Right. Yeah. Which I kind of predicted almost yeah. this order. I, I didn't know how the Alabama Wayland Garth trio would go, and I, if you wanted to switch those around tomorrow and have the same argument, I mean, you can mix and match those for me. Sure. So who? Okay. Who were three, four, five again? Three, four, five were Alabama. Was three. Wayland Jennings four. four. Garth Brooks Garth five. five. Interesting. And, and you know, you talk about twenty songs. Garth Brooks probably stays the strongest. Going down that list for me, mm-hmm. like he he drops off the latest, but I just some of these guys or groups, I guess, even Alabama, just have more 
influence. I'd rather listen to them most days. I'll be really interested to hear what the people have to say on these. Absolutely. We want to hear what you think and tell us what we did wrong. Do we have time for a real quick start one, sit one, cut hey, one? Hey, we'll make time. We'll make time. This will be a little longer episode. So we're going to go with some country music instruments or instruments that you normally would hear in uh, country music songs. And so we'll start with the slide steel guitar. Uh, some uh, We have a couple of songs by our artists here in the slide steel guitar. I'm thinking... Uh, Midnight in Montgomery, Alan Jackson. That's a good slide steel guitar. You guys have any that you remember that were big into that? that, The sound is just, I I can't really picture it in any one specific song, but Um, I know there are many that it is. When Did You Stop Loving Me is a George Strait song that's strong slide steel guitar. Another country instrument, the fiddle. Can't go wrong with the fiddle. Alabama, of course, has, if you're going to play in Texas... Uh, fiddle, on the band. fiddle on the band. Uh, fiddle on the band. Charlie Daniels can't go wrong with the Devil Rest Went Down to Georgia. That's right. uh, Colin Baton Rouge, one of my favorite yes, Garth Brooks songs. Song. Great fiddle song. And Colin Baton Rouge, I think in the background, to me at least, it sounds like there is our third instrument, which is the banjo. Uh, can't go wrong with the banjo. Can you? No, you can't go wrong with banjo. Banjo is actually fairly popular in a lot of songs outside of the country genre. Sure. Uh, it's in a Led Zeppelin song, right, Dion? Gallows Poles, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, banjo's a popular one. Again, you don't maybe always identify it, but it's it's there. We talked about Buck Owens on uh, Hee Haw, and Roy Clark, one of the best yep. banjo players of all time. I always think of dueling banjos, dueling and banjo straight songs, and the yep. Foggy Mountain Boys, I think they were. Uh, was it the Bill Monroe? Woo! <laughs> So, start one, sit one, cut one. We're going with the steel guitar, the fiddle, and the banjo. I'll start us off. That's all right. Um, I think of these. The steel guitar, great instrument in some great songs, but also, to me, one of the more annoying ones. I Sometimes I hear this and think, oh, you got to be kidding me. It's maybe a cliche instrument, so I'm going to cut the slide steel guitar. And as much as I love a banjo, I'm going to bench it because the fiddle, there's so many good fiddling songs, that's going to be my starter. So this one for me, um, I, I, I just kind of Googled um, best country steel guitar songs. And Rainy Day Woman, Waylon Jennings did that too. Yeah. Cover. And listen, that is a steel guitar song, Turn It Loose by the Judds. I'm going to, uh, I'd say like if I just had to pick one instrument to listen to without any songs involved, I'm I'm going to look at this a little differently. Okay. I'm going to cut the banjo, because while I like listening to the banjo on its own, I don't see it as a... You don't see it adding to the song. Right, not as much. But I would listen to dueling banjos all day long. I love that song. I'm going to bench the steel guitar because i think it's pretty instrumental in a larger number of country songs instrumental (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point good one and i am going to agree with dion and start the fiddle because who doesn't love the devil went down to georgia with charlie sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot or johnny i guess in the song yeah um so yeah fiddle for me um well Oh, yeah, I, you guys made some really good points on that. And I, nothing that I could probably add too much to that, but just to give my order, 
I would cut banjo, bench, steel guitar. And the fiddle! Start the fiddle. The fiddler's starting. Yep. Looks like we need to find ourselves a fiddle. That's right. All right. I know this one went a little longer, but hopefully it was enjoyable for you. Thanks for joining in next week. Oh, boy. I believe we are going to rank some bratwurst flavors. This is going to make so, more sense to the locals. Well, of... I, it's going to make more sense to the locals because we are going to use our local purveyor of German sausage and their flavors of bratwurst. But you can find, you know, more than just your Johnsonville. We're not talking about brands. We're talking flavors but sure. if you go to Hy-Vee Fairway Hy-Vee they have yeah. I think they have all kind of flavored bratwurst and so I don't know if we'll include just the traditional bratwurst or if we'll throw that out and, and start with some different flavors and the plan is to have a special guest guest host next uh, week one of the best awesome. grillers around that we know and so we're going to bring him in to hear his hot take on what's the best bratwurst flavor so thanks for listening to That's a Good Point let us know your <laughs> your feedback on uh, Twitter at that's a good point one. That was a fun one. Fun one. I really liked that one. Excellent.